0: Around the Circle That's
2: the trouble around here. Talk, talk, talk It's another crossover podcast. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter He is David Johnson at Rebels247 He writes for Inside the Rebels and Affiliative247Sports I write for the Ole Miss Spirit on 3com and Ole Miss on Monday night tonight Game 2 Against Arkansas In the College World Series, and both David and I believe the winner will go to the championship series this weekend. When's the last time, honestly, because it's different. We have to do it every single day. It's our job. And when something becomes your job, the relationship changes a little bit. When's the last time you've been truly emotionally invested in the success or failure of an Ole Miss athletics team? To where, if they lost, it would affect your day-to-day and how you treat other people. Because it's been a while for me. And I'm telling you, David, this Omaha stuff, it's got me all up in my feels.
1: Yeah, I get it. I get it. And and I, I always hope Ole Miss wins. And, of course, of course, you know, emotionally invested, yeah. I mean, I was emotionally invested when my son was playing there. And uh, I get what you're saying, though. But probably, you know, to answer your questions where, like, I'm on the sidelines jumping up and down, cheering and yeah. screaming. yeah. The last time was that 2019 Egg Bowl Ooh. when uh, Elijah Moore did his uh, did his thing. <laughs> and uh, I, I kind of let my media professionalism slip right there. Uh, Whatever. Chuck and I were both together on the sidelines, and we both just kind of blew our lids at the same time. <laughs> it was rough, man. <laughs> It was rough. We just could not believe what we had just watched happen, and the victory that, the potential victory that was allowed to slip away right there. And I'll never forget. Uh, you know, look, I was yelling and screaming. Chuck was yelling and screaming. Everybody was yelling and screaming. It was a lot of upset people on the sidelines, if you you know you could only imagine. And um, I I quieted down a little bit, and Chuck was still going at it. And he was screaming something and and probably saying a couple of bad words and the guy in front of him was Keith Carter and Keith turned around and looked Chuck dead in the eye and uh, you know it was just it was just a funny moment. Whoa 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 what
2: happened? You can't get to the end and say well, like what did Keith do?
1: Well, but Chuck and I just wandered off with everybody else I was just pissed off and crying and upset and mad and. You know, that was the end of it. A couple days later, Matt Luke got fired, and we moved on. Here's what I mean
2: uh, for Ole Miss fans out there that are listening, okay? Because we do this every single day, if Ole Miss basketball loses to Kansas State in the Big 12 or Big 10, whatever it is, SEC Challenge, It doesn't really affect me. It's just like you knock it out, you get it done, and you move on because the next day you're going to have to cover some more stuff. In football, if they lost a very close game to Alabama or if they got blown out by Alabama after Lane Kiffin does the popcorn-ready stuff, I didn't get mad. I just did the work, and I move on with my day. It used to be if they lost a game like that, I was right there, and it affected my mood for days. I would get so mad going to school or to church. I didn't want to see my Mississippi State friends because they were just going to dog it all the time. I didn't want to hear it. It drastically affected my mood. I remember at least two instances where it really messed me up did it in my relationship with Ole Miss. When I was 10 years old and they lost to Valpo, and I, was, I just <laughs> yeah. cried my eyes out. When yeah. they lost to Valpo, that was devastating for me. I loved that team. Joe yeah, Darby was, is still like my favorite player.
1: I was in my young 20s, and I still remember – what I was doing, when it happened, when Bryce Drew hit the shot, the look of utter shock. And this guy keeps showing up in our conversations of Keith Carter's face. Um, <laughs> it, it was horrible. It was, a fr- it was a Friday afternoon. I had to be in Jackson that night to cover a high school team in a state basketball game. I'm still living in Cleveland and it's like four o'clock or three o'clock or whatever. And I won't leave the house. I'm like, I'm not, I got to watch this you got to watch the end of this. You, know, you couldn't stream it on a cell phone. All that stuff was uh, yet to be invented. And, yeah, that I get it. I get it. I mean, I was, probably, I was probably 25, 26 years old at the time. Yeah, somewhere around
2: there. I'm 36 now, and your life changes with kids. You all know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Your life changes with kids. Your priorities change, your wife, your family. What you care about, truly care about changes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and what's what's really important? Changes.
2: Yeah, it changes. And Ole Miss was always really, really important. It still is it's one of the most important things in my life because it is my life. <laughs> this is what I do for a living. But I remember well, uh, Ole Miss going to Auburn in football and beating Tommy Tuberville in the uh, revenge game. And I bought that beautiful picture, painted picture of Corey Peterson's catch. That I was emotionally insane. Uh, Laquan getting hurt. That one really affected me because it was for the kid and and also the moment. Fourth and twenty five really pissed me off. But and also when uh, in in Lafayette, because I was there covering Omaha baseball, when they punched their ticket to Omaha, being there and and feeling that was awesome. And then the twenty sixteen Sugar Bowl, but a lot of that was clouded by other stuff. This is the first time in a while where I've like been. Left
1: one out, one out, one out. We got to go back to two thousand fourteen and beating Alabama here. Oh yeah, oh Um, yeah, oh yeah. You know, I've got to be honest with you. You the know, whole there day. Were some people looking at me like I was silly on the sidelines, but who cares? Oh my God, who was it that caught the touchdown? Jalen Walton caught a laid touchdown pass. Yeah. Man, I was jumping up and down <laughs> and some of the Alabama media looking at me like, Look at this Homer. Yeah, like God, like, Alabama you know, really This is this is like the first time in, in for a long time. And uh yeah, you're damn right I'm celebrating it. And uh that one was always very special to me.
2: The Alabama fans looking at you like, look at this, Homer, come on. That is the Homer of all Homer beats. That is the gold standard of Homerism, is the Alabama beat.
1: Yeah.
2: (sighs) Yeah, But, yes, 2014 was the greatest, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Ole Miss football game ever. So, 2014 is certainly part of that, too. So, I guess, truly, 2014 with baseball and that game, and and the Laquan stuff, that was for a personal thing. Uh, Fourth and 25 sucked. But it's been a while since my old Ole Miss hardcore crazy friend Ben showed up to drastically change my mood. And here I am on this Monday morning as Ole Miss readies to play Arkansas. And both you and I believe the team that wins this game is going to be fast-tracked to the championship series this weekend. I find myself not being able to sleep last night thinking, all right, how am I going to get to Omaha? uh,
1: Oklahoma's fast-tracked on the other side now. I mean – you know, I don't know if anybody can knock them out twice. Um, Ole Miss can. So, yeah, tonight's a huge game.
2: It's a huge game. And I woke well, up I this mean, morning. you know, when
1: they meet each other in the, in the series, yeah. But I, I'm talking about on that side of the 14th bracket.
2: Oh, yeah. And the thing is, when I look at that and I go, okay, if you get through Arkansas, and I, I think Oklahoma's a good team. But I'm like, I would think Ole Miss would be favored in that series. I would pick Ole this, and maybe it's a little bit of Homerism, Homerism. I've got to speak in it into existence, putting it out there in the universe. It'll come back to me in a positive way. Maybe, just maybe that's what I'm doing. But last night I couldn't sleep. I was up to like two, three in the morning, Google searching, Airbnb's in Omaha, figuring out how I'm going to get down there, how I'm going to get a press pass. Oh, oh, oh. It's ridiculous. I'm all in. And this is all we wanted. You and I have talked about this countless times. Yeah, it's not like we – we're not shock jocks. It's not like we want to talk about Mike ankle in the future. Well, you have to tell the people what we hear, what we know, and be honest about it. And, yeah, there's going to be some blowback, and people will be like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Well, that's fine. But the story was Mike, and now this is the story we all want to cover. This is what we – like a, a lot of media these days focus solely on debate and and both sides and the negative and just beating it to death. Almost going to Omaha is the only story, baseball-wise, I wanted to cover this year. That's the only one. Nothing else mattered. Did you get to Omaha? uh, And if you got to Omaha, I want to be there. And here they are in Omaha, and they've won. For the first time, they won their opening game in Omaha since 1956. I am itching to get in my car, drive 10 hours, and land in Omaha for a baseball game. And I want to be wearing, I don't know, a Justin Henry jersey.
1: You go, man. You've got it all mapped out. Thank you, David.
2: This is why David and I are friends. He he encourages my stupidity. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) Um, So let's get down to the business at hand. Okay. Ole Miss, Arkansas, 6 o'clock tonight, ESPN. um, I think it's the first time the Rebels will have played big ESPN the entire NCAA tournament.
2: That is crazy.
1: Everything's been on ESPN Plus or ESPN 2.
2: Good grief.
1: They just haven't... Somebody in the ESPN control room has decided or decided Ole Miss wasn't the sexy team.
2: Now they are. Now they are the sexy team. Three of the
1: four opening round games were ESPN. Ole Miss, of course, played on ESPN 2. But tonight, big ESPN and the Rebels, and man... You know, and Mike Bianco said this Sunday morning from their practice in Omaha, you know, Ole Miss, Arkansas, it's a war. It's been a lot of wars. And, and, you know, I don't think he thinks tonight's game is going to be much different, different, and I don't either. I mean, I I think we're going to settle in for a four-hour epic broadcast of a war that's not going to be decided until very late. Um, I think it's going to be a heck of a ball game, Ben. And I do think, and I'm not going to take this back no matter the results tonight, I do think the winner of this game, it will play in the National Championship Series.
2: Oh, God. Oh, fire me up, David. You're not helping me at all.
1: No, <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, there is no help for you when you get like this. No, there's, but not. there's not. I'm just saying, this is it, guys. I mean, seriously, if Ole Miss wins tonight, do you think Auburn is going to beat them twice in a row? No. If Arkansas wins tonight, do you think Auburn's going to beat them? Okay. Okay. Do you think Stanford's going to beat Ole Miss twice in a row or Stanford will beat Arkansas twice in a row? No. No. I think the winner of this game tonight is going to play for a national championship.
2: Oh, my God. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you think about it that way, think about where Ole Miss is. How many pit fans of you out there, how many fans out there, my dad is one of them, have been waiting their entire life to see Ole Miss in one of the three major sports really have a chance to win a national championship? National championship. We are within a week of Ole Miss possibly winning a national championship. A week. By Monday night, if not yeah. Sunday, they could be national champions.
1: Well, and and you know what even makes it more attainable, if you will, is the fact of who won the national championship last year. It can be done in Mississippi. Heck yeah, I can. It can be done by a Mississippi school, and and we know it. So you know, I, I think that just adds a little to it. And by the way, why are there so many Mississippi State fans in Omaha? I'm <laughs> seriously. I, why not? I, I've talked to several people out there talking about man, they're there. They're, they've got maroon and white tents. They're tailgating. I said, you sure they weren't A and M fans? Because you know they're they're pretty closely related to one another. And he's like, no, man, these are bulldog fans. Big MSU on the side of their tents.
2: You know, I kind of love that. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I kind of love that. I'll tell you why. Let's just let's tell just me. live. Let's just live in the moment of. Or just dream with me. Dream with Ben Garrett right now. Ole Miss is a national champion I'm in baseball. Mississippi State won it last year. Ole Miss wins it this year. What an incredible thing to sell in the state. All of a sudden, Mississippi becomes the place. Like I know that these two schools are always going to hate each other and are always going to dog each other and stuff like that. But imagine how much crap this state can talk as, ba- as being the mecca of college baseball, if these two teams in back to back years win national championships,
1: oh yeah, for sure that that part is beautiful. But I, I think you're giving state fans too much credit.
0: <laughs> Probably, um,
1: yeah. You know, if you slip over and read their read their message boards, they are not pulling for us. Okay? <laughs> of course not. That is the bottom line. They are not pulling for us.
2: Well, here's my question. You're, you're again, David in, is they're, my.
1: They're not in Omaha standing hotly.
2: Well, David is my spiritual sounding board. When I get too high or too low, he can bring me back even. He's great at that. So here's what I'm going to ask
1: you. Yeah,
2: As a a state fan out there that's rooting against Ole Miss, I know Ole Miss fans were doing the same thing last year. You just didn't want to see uh, Mississippi State win a national championship. But who's talking about Mississippi State this year? In college sports, it's all about what have you done for me lately. However... So no one's talking about state anyway. That's why they want. They just don't want Ole Miss to have the same thing as them. But once you move past all that pettiness. Let me
1: stop you one one second, one second. Now, now you you say Ole Miss fans were not rooting for Mississippi State. Listen, I don't know if I'd go as far as saying rooting, but I really enjoyed watching Mississippi State win that national title last year for the state of Mississippi. And I'm sure you did, too.
2: I didn't watch it it at all. I'm being honest. I didn't watch it once Ole Miss didn't get to (laughs) Omaha. I didn't watch it. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. I I watched it. I watched the tail end of it, and, and, you know, it didn't bother me at all that state won that thing. I I just don't get it. we, You know, everybody in this state always has to tear the other down. Now, that's exactly what state fans are doing right now to Ole Miss. I don't care. Fine. That's fandom. That's college fandom. Cool. It's
2: fine. But I think that online – is not real life, and I think most Mississippi State fans are like, oh, i hope y'all lose, but that they won, they're like, oh, that's cool. I talked to so many State fans like, oh my god, you did the thing. I talked to uh, uh, my former neighbor from 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 when I was growing up as a kid, big State fan, and we were at this wedding, and I was like, so how does it feel that that State has won the thing? You know, how you won a title? And he's like, yeah. Not much has changed. I was like, well, yeah, that's sports, but come on, man. How does it feel? So th- the novelty runs out, and you're always just looking for the next thing to give you passion, be it hate, be it joy, whatever it is. At the end of the day, you got to appreciate if you can get a title, that is what the whole experiment is about, winning a title, not getting to Omaha. It, no, almost needed to get to Omaha first because you have to get there first. But once you're there and once you've set yourself in a position to win your first opener since 1956, 66 years, then win it. Win the thing and you've accomplished the goal to win for for the rest of your life, Ole Miss fan. You don't have to live in disappointment of Tennessee Tech. You don't have to live in disappointment of... Um, close loss after close loss, Super Regional in Tucson, whatever it might be. You don't have to live in that anymore. They've done the thing. So everything else is gravy. Yeah, you can still get mad if they lose because you want to repeat. But the Braves won a title. And I'm telling you, like I used to watch every single game, 162 games, of the Atlanta Braves every single year. And I would throw I'm stuff good. if they lost. But now I'm, I'm like, oh, they lost to the Cubs this weekend after winning 14 in a row. They, they lost the series. I didn't watch a single game. I just looked at the highlights. Because once they do the thing, it changes your whole perspective. And Ole Miss is right there on the precipice of doing the thing? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine what I'm going to be like if uh, oh the Braves won last year, Ole Miss wins in baseball this year. All I would need would be the Cowboys to win another Super Bowl for Ole Miss football and basketball to win something of consequence. And, yeah, I could die happy as a sports fan.
1: Hey, guys, just want to tell you this podcast. This crossover podcast is brought to you in part by S&J Custom Framing, where art is a gift of love. S&J Custom Framing is located at 1001 Van Buren Avenue in Oxford. Go see John Adams. John is the owner of S&J Custom. And let me tell you, it's the perfect place to go shopping for the Ole Miss fan, Uh, or even for yourself, because you're Ole Miss fans as well. Ben, they've got great prints inside this store of Ole Miss football. Uh, Legendary prints, Dexter McCluster, Chad Kelly, the Mannings, uh, you name it, and they have it at S&J Custom Framing, as well as they can frame any Ole Miss memorabilia or non-Ole Miss memorabilia that you'd like. Great selections of mats and frames in there, John's always willing to work with you on the pricing of things as well and before we go, let me tell you about their pottery. peach tree pottery, beloved pottery, crossroad pottery uh, just some incredible gifts in there. Next time you're in town for the weekend and you're looking for a place uh, to buy some old mess, merchandise and art, even pottery. Go visit John Adams at S&J Custom Framing, 1001 Van Buren in Oxford. This
2: podcast is also brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do for retirement or if you're ever actually going to be able to retire? Well, if so, give my friend Thomas Chandler a call. He specializes in retirement and investment planning and loves helping people plan for their dream. And he can offer you pretty much anything you could possibly need from mutual funds to employee benefits, college savings plans, Give him a call, 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And start taking control of your future today with Thomas Chandler. If you haven't already, subscribe, review this podcast on iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. I do not care what you say. Ben, you're too loud. Ben, you're too obnoxious. Ben, you keep interrupting. Whatever it might be, leave a five-star review. This podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Just simply search Talk of Champions in Spotify or SoundCloud, iTunes, you name it, we're there, Stitcher. I write for the Old Miss Spirit, Omspirit.com and Affiliate of 3com David writes for Inside the Rebels and Affiliate of 247 Sports. Let's hear from a couple of more proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. Ah, it's springtime in Oxford again. Who doesn't love springtime in Oxford? Flowers bloom and the squares popping. Old Miss Baseball, a little Ole Miss spring football. It's honestly one of the best times of the year. So why not enjoy it? See all the beauty that Oxford has to offer in a brand new car, truck, or Jeep. Well, if you're in the market, the only place to go, Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience and what separates them from every other dealership in Oxford, Mississippi. As Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Sheep Ram of Oxford aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now this is the only place to go. And when you go, ask for Brian or Mason, tell them Talk of Champions sent you, and take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Sheep Ram of Oxford provides by contacting them at 662 2348000. That's 662 8000 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford, Mississippi. Alan Samuels, a proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. Listen to NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: After the Rebels win the national title, and it'll just be more along the of Ben yelling and screaming. That's I'm what
2: sorry.
1: We should just, oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God!
2: Well, you know, you'll be the first person I call. That. I'll, I'll tell probably tell be you. like... Yep. Face timing you as they're winning. Oh,
1: we'll be, we'll be, we'll be talking about the seventh inning. Yeah, you know, we'll probably stay on the phone from the seventh <laughs> through the ninth. But you know, oh god. So the internet isn't real, huh? I did catch that. The internet isn't real.
2: It's not real. It's not real. It's a i i It's certainly a way to gauge how a fan base is collectively feeling, but it's still a small sample size. It's like it's really funny. It's 2022 presidential race until 2024, no, and you got is. polls of like, oh well, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, all these people, and they survey 1,500 people. We have millions of people in this country, yeah. 1,500 people, and that's like a story to these people.
1: Come yeah, and, and no, that is a great point. I mean, where you know, on on, I mean, I'll just take our message board for instance. If you look at it closely and you examine it closely there are 3 maybe 400 people who actively post on the message board
2: which we love we want that that's I'm awesome the community less
1: than is great. 10%. Yeah. yeah we love it we love it. but it's about 10% less than 10% of the total subscription population most people are on there to read and they enjoy reading the message boards hands down but my point being Exactly what you said. The internet isn't real. Most people don't post. They don't.
2: And even the percentage of subscriptions that you have is not huge in comparison to the overall fan base. So you have to take it for what it is—a sample size, just like with political You're coverage, right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you can get bogged down. You can think, "Oh, everything's terrible," or "Everything's great." Everything's grand. Right now, everything's grand. Ole Miss is one and zero in Omaha. They play Arkansas tonight. And by Monday, they could be a national champion. That is awesome. That is objectively awesome. I don't care what anybody says. What Isn't anybody says, Ben, guys, you're a homer yeah. today. Yes, I, you know what? By God, I am a homer today. I don't care. I woke up with a vibe of, oh, my God, if Ole Miss wins tonight. I hadn't felt this way in so long. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Let's go. <laughs> I'm
1: fired up. <laughs> God. Well, I'm happy for you, but I am. And I, look, I'm excited, too. I'm just um I I am just guarding myself against yeah, you know, the smart old fan. Line <sighs> that you have maniacally caught already. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Six o'clock tonight, ESPN and uh you know, I, I think Ole Miss, you were you were talking about, you know, how many people are out there. I think uh I think there's been a very strong showing of Ole Miss fans.
0: Oh that has uh, been maybe
1: awesome. The second is the there, I I think, obviously, the Texas fans went home. All right, they're gone. Uh, Arkansas's got a lot. Oklahoma's got a lot. Old Miss has got a lot. Um, you know, I think those are the three big dogs right now in terms of uh, fan support.
2: It felt like an almost home game on it's Saturday. Like wrong, right? Yeah, it, it felt like an Ole Miss home game on Saturday.
1: It did. They were playing Auburn. Auburn, Auburn didn't travel well. And I'm going to tell you, the, the Omaha locals, they like a team like Ole Miss because, you know, ESPN's basically uh, told you the Rebels really don't have a shot out there. They've been telling you that the whole tournament.
2: I was so, watching uh, yesterday, though, and I think uh, one of the color commentators said Ole Miss has got a, a different kind of special vibe to him right now, and I agree, and that did not help my feelings yes. of excitement right
1: that. now. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That I That didn't calm you down any.
2: No, it made it worse. Yeah. It made it way worse.
1: Way worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that was Kyle Peterson, if I'm not mistaken. Probably was. Who uh, basically spent half an inning talking about the Rebels. Killed me. He truly did. It killed me.
2: I started then, I'm like, oh, you know what? I I should splurge a little uh, bit more for like a townhouse with like a beautiful, like uh, uh, balcony (laughs) sight view of the stadium. I'm an idiot, man. God. I'm shutting myself up again. It's the abusive yeah, relationship coming back around, David. Oh man! I, I thought I'd jump on and tell you how no, I'm feeling, Lord, Lord. and you'd be like Ben, as your friend, who's been your friend for a long time, and I need to tell you, you got to calm. I can't. I can't. There's nothing. There's nothing calming me down. It's terrible. Now,
1: at, at this point, at this point, there is no losing for Ole Miss. Of no matter how Omaha plays itself out, you've had a great season. You've made a great run. So. Uh, there's no going back to let's jump off the side of the bridge. You don't win a national title. I mean, they, they played incredible baseball and uh, you know, you got to feel good about how this season ended up. Right. And that's what matters, right. Not, not uh, the drive, but how you arrive at the end of the season. And this team, it arrived in style. I mean, it is here. They are playing their best baseball, and there's no reason in the world, and I know this is going to sound cocky, to not think they won't go out tonight and give Arkansas everything they can handle and perhaps beat them. You know, that, that's how I'm taking it, Ben. I'm going to sit back on my couch and eat my nachos and <laughs> barbecue and uh, and just, just take it inning by inning. Young Mr. Hunter Elliott, let me say this. That is an impressive son of a. He does n- not get rattled. You got to remember, and I said this lot pitching for Tupelo High School last year. He's throwing. He's going to be throwing innings at the College World Series tonight. I mean, you like his medal. He's not going to. He's not going to not pitch effectively because he's rattled about the situation he's in. That's not going to happen. Which brings me to this. <laughs> then what in the hell are they going to do in a winner winter scenario game three? Who do you throw out there to clinch? Going to the national championship to sure. be in Mike Bianco's head right now. Should I throw it? What does he ultimately do?
2: I can't. I can't put my brain there right now. I can't because I'm looking at the Ole Miss schedule. There are seven games under 500 on May one. Then they swept Missouri, beat Southern Miss, swept LSU to turn their season around, and everything changed. But before that run, they played Arkansas for three games, and they won four to two in the opener. They lost 3-6 to six in a game that was really yeah. close. They lost 3-4 to four in the finale. Really, they didn't turn their season around. They did, statistically. They have to, have to actually win the game with the results. But they started to play like the team we thought they were capable of in that Arkansas series. And now 100%. you got to go through that Arkansas team playing like this now to get to a National Championship Series potentially? Exactly. You can't write this stuff. It's perfect. Yeah. The same team yeah, Ar- that... that just embarrassed you in Fayetteville in that regional and super regional in Fayetteville. Like now you have to get through them. That's perfect.
1: Arkansas is at its lowest point of the season. I mean, statistically, yeah, you can look at what they did and they started playing better that weekend. swept the areas, to be honest with you. But they still lost two of three games. But you could start to see that pitching develop. Hunter Elliott – Goes out there in that in that four three loss. I think it was no a six three loss on Saturday. He throws five innings, six innings, I think. Maybe six eight, innings, gets up three runs. He, it was a very effective start.
2: Yeah, six NCAA. innings, four hits, three runs, one walk, eight, eight, eight K's, eight
1: K's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was probably where you started to see the birth, if you will, of the Hunter Elliott we know now. So, in an hospital environment such as Fayetteville, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing the kid hurl it tonight. Everybody should be. Let's go reps. Let's win this thing and and, and get to that uh, that peak where we know it's going to be hard for anybody to knock us off.
2: Well, I am sorry that y'all had to listen live to my live therapy session this Monday morning. But this is where I am. And I needed David to talk me down. He didn't. He only made me more hyped. And Ole Miss plays Arkansas tonight on ESPN. And we both think the winner goes to the National Championship Series. 6 p.m. Hunter Elliott, go do your thing. Oh, man. Oh, boy. And I'm going to be driving to Omaha tomorrow. I can't. I can't. It's just too much. It's too much. It's too much right now.
1: For for the record, for the record, I'm picking Ole Miss to win this game tonight. Five to three. Breaking news! We'll how, we'll Breaking news! I'm picking them to win it, yes.
2: David Johnson reporting. Ole Miss will beat Arkansas tonight 5-3 to three, to move on and pretty much clinch a spot in the uh, series. Yeah, in you, the, don't
1: get it. you don't get out of that that easy. Your pit, your score, what is it? Come on.
2: I think I said uh, at the beginning of the year, don't just go to Omaha. Don't just punch your ticket. Knock the door down. And gosh dang it, despite everything that happened in the regular season, they knocked the door down. So you know what? This team's been different for a long time now, about a month and a half. And uh, I didn't feel any kind of way during that whole game against Auburn on Saturday. They just clinically dominated Auburn. five to one clinically dominated. I'm going to say they're going to kick the Hogs' rear ends. They're going to cook the Hogs. It's going to be like 11-6. to six. Eleven to 11 to 11 to five. Ole Miss win.
1: You think they score five runs off Ole Miss pitching?
2: Seriously? Yeah, because I think Hunter Elliott's going to give up two or three through six or seven innings, and then whoever comes in next, because they want to save all their other arms for a game three, will be like Jack Doherty or whatever, and they'll get like three runs off of him. But Ole Miss will have scored I'm so going much. It five won't matter.
1: three is tied three. 5 3, tied 3 3 going into the seventh. Tim Elko with the heroics. Arkansas gets all three of their runs off one jack, a three run jack at some point in the game.
2: I think we're going to have to do a live stream if they make it to um, to the championship series <laughs> of just how ridiculous. I mean, I'm going to be ridiculous.
1: Hey, I'm all for it. Let's
2: do it. All right. He's David Johnson at yeah, Rebels247 on Twitter. Rights for Inside the Rebels. It's an affiliate of two four seven sports. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit bit on Twitter. I write for the Oldman spirit, OpenSpit.com, affiliate of One3.com. We'll be back again. Of course we will. Because we can't help ourselves. We've been podding like crazy lately because we're so hyped. If you haven't already subscribe, review this hey, podcast. Are we, are we gonna in iTunes. What? Are
1: we going to do one after the game tonight?
2: If they win. Yes, you know what? Either way. Yes. If yes. They, if yeah, either way, yes. Yeah, we've yes. got
1: to do it. We yes. we, we I've never liked hanging things on if they win. No, we, we, we've got to we've got to come back and take our medicine and uh, or, or, or relish in our predictions. There you go. Well, there, <laughs> the you, go. The other. Well, there so, you go. There you I'll, go. I I'll will see you
2: everybody. tonight after Ole at Arkansas plays and they win five to three because you said so and you're not calming me down. So you're going to take responsibility when I fall off the ledge. Let's do it. I'll see you tonight.